So let's do what it do and be what it's going to be. Now, today's episode is about self-inventory and checking yourself before anyone else has to. So a dope quote that I wanted to share with you guys is, there's nothing like rejection to make you do an inventory of yourself. And that's by James Lee Burke. So let's get right into it. What is self-inventory? It's a questionnaire or series of statements on which participants check characteristics or traits that they perceive to apply to themselves. Now, in layman terms, self-inventory explores your strengths, weaknesses, values, and motivations in life. So Let's touch on triggers too, since I'll be discussing that briefly. The definition of triggers is a response caused by a particular action, process, or situation. Um, For example, a triggered memory from his childhood. Now, this can be difficult at some point because if you dig deep enough, you're likely to be triggered, which is great because you then will know to work on said trigger, right? So basically, I easily noticed that someone is triggered because of something they might not know or aren't good at. Although it's no judgment on my part, they will typically feel they need to validate said trigger when it's not even any of my business that you were triggered in the first place. Now, simply being open to knowing why you feel this way and untangling years of guilt, unworthiness, or whatever other emotion are steps to removing them. So there's nothing wrong with being triggered. It's Having the ability to notice and take accountability, like, all right, I feel some way now because this person said something or did something. So I'll give you guys an example. As your tour guide, I know I am humble and always open. I am an open book, open door, open whatever. So as a kid, I felt invisible growing up. And I can count how many times I love yous, I'm proud of you, or pass on the back I've gotten from my parents, specifically in my 37 years on earth. Now, I have forgiven both of them. At the end of the day, as a parent, I realized that even though our children physically grow, that we grow more as adults than the children do. Now, I never knew until a few years ago that that's how I felt. I just strived and knew that I wanted to strive to be the person that I needed. But with that, I became an overachiever. And although I will reach for the stars until I am with them, I sabotage moments of celebration by immediately moving on to the next goal instead of being able to enjoy, accept, and absorb the accomplishment that I already made. Now, I'll admit I still feel guilty just being and not tackling anything for a day or a week, but I've made it a point not to rush anything and to let myself be aware of the present moment. Now, disclaimer, you don't always have to be positive. Um, being positive is actually a toxic, let me re- let me rephrase that. Being positive all the time is actually a form of toxic positivity because 
You think you should always be positive and without acknowledging emotions like sadness or anger, you're doing yourself a disservice, right? So the person that literally makes you throw up because they're so positive and optimistic, and I'm not going to lie, I am that person sometimes, but my friends also know when I'm a little out of it, I need some time to myself and all of that. And I really embrace that just like I embrace the positivity and optimism in my life. So let's move on to tips on doing self inventory. So get a pen and a pad. I love pen and pads. I got several books. You can find them at the 99 cent store, the Dollar Tree, Burlington Co. Factory, basically anywhere has blank journals that can look cute. You get your favorite pen, whatever you want to do, or just a piece of paper, whatever the case may be. But I do suggest that you have a notebook and pad or notebook and pen ready so that you can go back and reflect later on. I found that going back to my old journal and looking up dates and stuff like that, um, a lot of the times I was feeling uh, similar in those times. So for instance, I'll if I'm journaling today, I'll go look in my journal to see if I wrote in my journal this day last year, the year before or whatever. And I'm really amazed at what I see sometimes. I'm just proud of myself for how far I have come. So that's just a little uh, pep talk for you to have a book and a pen dedicated to all of the stuff that you're trying to change, evolve, and do better in your life. Now, Once you have that pen and pad, you're going to write down what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy, right? So for me, um, something that I absolutely enjoy is TikTok and I do it in my spare time, all of that. I love writing. Give me a pen and a piece of paper and a subject and I have something for you in about 10 minutes. Um, Something that I do not enjoy is, let's say, being around people that aren't authentic, genuine. Um, They don't seem um, like they're being themselves. They have a facade and stuff like that. And you know that you can feel energy whether somebody's talking or not, baby. So that's one of the things that I don't care for. I also don't care for getting up early in the morning. Your girl is not a morning bird or early bird or whatever. Um, I'm a night owl. I can stay up to two or three o'clock in the morning every day and I'm totally okay with that. Uh, once I'm in business for myself completely, my business hours are going to be from 11 to 8. Okay. So write down what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy. Now you can start as broad as you want and start narrowing it down as you get into it. Um, But as you're picking away these layers, you're going to see and find that you're going to have more and more to write about. So write down what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy, right? So then we're going to list are important values. Important values to me is being loyal, um, being supportive, being loving, being, um, you know, having boundaries, having discernment, um, you know, always being my best self. And I try my best not to beat myself up if I am feeling a little down or if it isn't one of those tone motivates days, because after all, I am human. And I'll be lying to you guys if I said that tone motivates was tone motivates 365 days out of the year, 24-7. Typically, majority of that time, but it's okay for me to stop, pause, reflect, and get back to it when I feel like I need to do so. So in addition to that, let's also list our strengths and our weaknesses. So I know that my strengths is being supportive. I know that my strengths is, um, you know, being able to think outside of the box, having that optimism, optimism, having a big heart, wanting 
um, to help people become better people if they want to. Seeing the potential in people and simply letting them know. Because a lot of people, they just in their heads, they figure, oh my God, I can't do that. And they leave it at that. When a lot of times, a lot of the people that we come in contact with have never been held accountable, have never been told, hey, um, maybe you shouldn't be doing this. Or, hey, this is kind of sabotaging yourself. Or, hey, maybe you need to lose them, you know, use a little more discernment. So I make it a point if I care for the person to just simply let them know, have a conversation about it. And if it's something that I feel like directly, um, affects me, then, you know, I just put a little bit of distance while they figure it out. Because remember, we're only in control of our lives. We have no control over other people, what they do, how they think and things like that. So um, some of my weaknesses would be um, uh, I could be a little too available to some folks um, sometimes or at one point I can see someone's potential and clearly just run off of that. Even though it's 18 red flags, I got to literally pull out the dirt before I go see another red flag and pull that one out the dirt. So um, I'm aware of my weaknesses and I just work on them. You know, um, I just basically do a self inventory. Is this people sh- is this are these people showing up how I'm showing up? Are these people supporting me how I do? And by all means, like I said in a prior episode, if you love someone and you truly want to be there for them and you know that they're having a, a hard time in their life, then it's nothing to expect. And genuinely, I don't expect anything from anyone. I'm very independent. I'm very to myself. I know how to go through the motions on my own and all of that. But I also make it a point to realize or be conscious of the folks that are never there when I need them to show up for me. All right. So that's a, a, a general example of what to put as far as your strengths and weaknesses. Now, define what success means to you and then list times you felt most powerful or successful. Again, define what success means to you and then list times you felt most powerful or successful. After you're done with that, then define what failure is to you. Then list times you felt powerless and unsuccessful. Now, this isn't, you know, you want to be first place in a triathlon and you came in third place. That's just live things happen. It doesn't mean that you were a loser. Um, you had an experience, you enjoyed it, and you simply just didn't come in first place. But at least you tried. So I feel like as long as you're trying, there is no loss. You not trying at all is true failure. So just keep that in mind as well. Now, this is the quote-unquote triggering part that could be for some of you. Uh, Think back to your childhood. Are there any experiences that have negatively impacted your outlook on life? Again, think back on your childhood. Are there any experiences that has negatively impacted your outlook on life? Explain it in detail and think of the ways it's impacted your life. Okay. With knowing these things, you can come up and develop um, ways to get over them, get around them, and all of that. I call it shadow work. Well, a bunch of us do, but in layman terms, is you know part of doing self inventory because a lot of the times we don't know. Um, that because our mom did this or our father did this or our siblings did this or we felt like we weren't treated like our siblings or whatever the case may be, it does impact us in the future and it can make us an overachiever, an overindulger. Um, it can make us a people pleaser, all of those things. So by realizing that childhood trauma, you're able to um, you know, make the rest of your life better. And again, 
A lot of people say, oh, I don't got no trauma. Everybody has trauma in some way. There's soft trauma and there's hard trauma, right? Soft trauma is things like relationships, things that might have happened in your childhood, stuff like that. Nothing physical. Hard trauma is a... A catastrophe, um, you know, something happening in your immediate area. Um, an example of that could be uh, Hurricane Katrina, um, you know, losing someone that was really close to you. Those are hard traumas. And a lot of times people don't realize that if you don't process your trauma or process your emotions, I should say, that that is what turns into a trauma. So you can be the dopest person in the world, have all the money in the world, all that stuff. If you refuse to process your emotions, that is then going to car- car, uh, compartmentalize and in turn, turn into trauma. Y'all excuse me and all my um, blips and stuff like that. I talk too much to be messing up, but it is what it is. Again, I am human. Okay. Now moving on. Think of how you can begin to get away from these old patterns and start a more conscious effort to feel better about how you show up in your world. Whether it's boundaries, surrounding yourself with different folks, stopping or starting something, etc., it's all up to you. Because remember, your life is in the control of you. And at the end of the day, if you can accept and take accountability for things that happen, accepting it, releasing it, and letting it go, you then have a clean slate that you can work on. Now, of course, none of this stuff is going to happen overnight, you know, but by you actually putting it out in the universe, you're writing it down, you're being conscious of it, you're taking accountability of it, you're going to consciously and subconsciously a little bit start to move a little differently. You know, you don't want to feel this way. So you're not going to be around the friend that consistently nags and, you know, um, tells you anytime that you're venting that you shouldn't be venting because your life is better than theirs. Like, come on, bro. Everybody has their own thing. Everybody has their own experiences. Nobody is better than the other. But if I'm venting and I feel safe with you to be vulnerable, at least be able to listen to me and give sound advice. If not, just listen. Because all the time people don't need advice, baby. We don't always need your opinion. We just need you to listen. You feel me? So just remember all of that stuff. Now, cognitive behavior changes take time. But You owe it to yourself to do the work. After all, you're the only one who knows what you're thinking day in and day out. And why said thinking makes you react certain ways in certain situations. So um, I do have some credits. um, The Dictionary of Psychology and the Gooseberg Education um, site that I took a couple things off of to talk to you guys today and make sure I had some scholarly articles, you know what I mean, to back up my work. But if you are interested in any more information on how to do self-inventory, y'all know, as always, you are always welcome to reach out to me. I am an open book, an open door, and I am here for you guys. So even though this show was a little deep. I wanted to keep it short and sweet. I didn't want to overwhelm you guys. I didn't want to drown out the fact that this um, isn't that difficult. You have to be lighthearted with going in it and being gentle with yourself. Okay. So don't beat yourself up if you seem to only have uh, negative things to put on a piece of paper. You know, you don't have any things to define success, but you can define being unsuccessful or powerless because a lot of times we don't notice how much impact we have on others. So if you can't find things that 
are a value or positive to put on your list, I would ask the people that you trust most around you, hey, what do you appreciate most about me? What is your most successful memory of me? Um, What is a time that I did something and it just blew you away? You know, what is something that I do all the time that's a pet peeve of yours or um, that you might look at as something I need to work on? Now, again, this is all on you and what you want to do. By no means should you go to the toxic person or the karmic person in your life and ask them these questions. You know what I mean? You have to feel safe with someone to be able to ask this. And in turn, you might not want to ask anybody. You might want to ask somebody a month later when you've been working on it for a while. Whatever it is, make it work for you. And remember that this is your life. You're the only one at the end of the night laying there with your thoughts, running through everything that you did for the day and how you could have did it better and all of that. Whether you have a significant other layer next to you or not, whether you're laying in the bed by yourself, you are with yourself and your thoughts. So make the most of them. And a lot of people think it's so difficult or impossible to change your way of thinking. And guess what, guys? It really isn't. It isn't. It takes some time. I'm not going to say that it's dumb easy and oh my God, all you got to do is do this list and that's it. But it is more simple than people lead to believe. So let me know how you guys did on your tips of doing self-inventory. Um, you know, again, reach out if you need anything from me, if you need some more tips, if you want a free worksheet. As always, you know I'm here for you. And as always, ficky ficky, always love. Love you guys. Peace out. To respond to a question, make a suggestion for an episode, to be a guest, or give feedback, reach out to us at info at You can also find us on social media at Tone Motivates on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and at Shades of Tone underscore podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And as always, you can find us at Tone where all of those links are as well.